0: Hi folks, I am Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on October 12th, 2014. I'd like to wish everyone out there the best because we're all going through hard, hard times and we're bombarded with mind control news stories continuously which is all part of the great work of course because the greatest way to control everyone out there and they've known us for thousands of years is to terrify the bejesus out of you, basically. I've gone through this before about adaptation, this Darwinian process of humanity, how we adapt to things, things we shouldn't adapt to, actually, especially when it's false, you see. But it's for control purposes, and the elite have always known this down through the ages, because even in ancient Rome, there's a fascinating study of ancient Rome, because the emperors would often uh, be deposed and coups would take place, generals would step in to become the major domo. And they'd, they'd stage many events to happen to get the public to cry for government and more governmental power to keep them safe. And that's what we hear all the time now. In fact, everything is about keeping you safe, supposedly, as you become broker and broker. And you're adapting to it all, thinking it's all quite normal. It's amazing, really, with uh, uh, such incredible news today. It's worldwide news from probably thousands of stations, if you add them all up, radio and television and so on, across the whole planet. They're all getting the same information at the same time. And it's easy to keep everyone in step with each other as we're programmed to accept all this nonsense that we're hit with Uh, And steadily and steadily And back in the 90s I remember Being on a radio show And I I was going through What I knew was coming uh, Because I'd watched the militarization of police Across the world uh, Back in about 98 I think it was maybe Uh, Alan Rock in Canada uh, Who was the Attorney General at the time for Canada uh, Single-handedly basically uh, Put forward a bill all drafted up, all neatly, and all the rest of it, being whole hordes of lawyers had already approved this thing, and presented it, which passed without a problem in Parliament, without any question, really. They left everybody puzzled, including the journalists, for a change, because generally they're part of the whole scam, but there weren't any on the know. But the, the bill was... To, to do with basically uh, a martial law type bill In 98 people were going along like lazy cats in a hot summer's day uh, They didn't. It was so quiet at that time Apart from the inflation and all that stuff Which is built into the fake money system and basically couldn't imprison anybody without trial, et cetera, et cetera. The whole, uh, it was, and it was a, a crime omnibus bill that they passed it under, which was a complete anti-terrorist bill. Bill Clinton, of course, did the same thing in the States after he failed to get it through in the '90s, late 90s. And then that very weekend after it was turned down, they had the Oklahoma City bombing and bingo. They passed it in a, in a, two or three days later. So you can see when things work in concert like this uh, that... There's big moves way above what you think is the political powers uh, on the go all the time and involving all these massive, massive government structures and agencies and private agencies all work with government on behest of the guys who really control the planet. Because if you think the planet is just bashing along with countries knocking each other, you're up, up, up a gum tree, as you used to say. And you truly are, because nothing is further from the truth. The future is always planned intricately, including all the wars, and everything else will happen and scare you to death to make sure that the public have plenty of time to be programmed in preparation for it. And you're programmed through various news articles, etc. But back in the 90s, I'd already studied all the different professors. Reports from departments of sociology and anthropology and psychology and behaviorism and neuroscience and all these guys that were getting massive grants and always had done uh, from the government. Massive departments all working towards something to do with total control of all of you. Uh, that 's why it 's so perfect today, and of course, entertainment at the top was in an, in a big fashion as well, because most of your programming if you 're not getting it from what you think is the news is coming through uh, entertainment and in entertainment, your guard is down it doesn 't occur to you uh, to to keep your firewall up basically and and your mind, and you 're penetrated so easily by a whole bunch of scenes that will be where you identify with the hero or heroine, depends on a whole bunch of factors, especially these days, and then they, they bring you into the political correctness, how your attitude on this or that or whatever it should be, should be altered to, to conform with the so-called good guy in the movie, and that's how easy it, it's all done. Uh, Aldous Huxley said uh, on, uh, I think it was a Walt Mike Wallace interview many, many moons ago, uh, that the... The people could be adapt, trained to basically into a system by a scientific elite where they'd accept things that perhaps they shouldn't accept. And we've all accepted things that today. It's been going on since really rampaging on since the 60s. Now the big futurist departments of of all these agencies that work for the big boys at the top and the big foundations and the big international corporations are all tied together and probably, own, and I'm pretty certain actually they're all owned by the, the same few shareholders at the top with controlling shares, decide the future always. And they're very big on keeping control. Nothing is left to chance. And I mean nothing is left to chance. They, they, they have all these agencies out there Always spying in the public In your little street, in fact, you live There'll be somebody there who's an informant For whatever major agency you have In Canada, you have CSIS And God knows how many assets, as they call them now People who get uh, partial paychecks uh, Semi-retired, retired, whatever it happens to be To basically inform uh, of anything that happens in the area And it's always been like that, by the way But more so today, in fact Because they planned big changes a long time ago When they said they'd have to train the public Now, when you go into the history too Things stand out Even recent history Things stand out And that's what you must never forget Never forget when you've been taken for a sucker And then you do it again Never, ever forget being taken for a sucker And no matter how much fear and terror is pumped out there Don't fall for the same con again It's an old saying, it's it's, it's fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Never forget this technique. Back again about the year 2000, I think it was maybe, a major politician in the British Parliament for the Green Party said that because of the direction we've all been pushed in for a long time, their goals for sustainability, population reduction, they didn't need the, the massive working class anymore, and they had to reduce the population and keep all the resources for themselves at the top. They pushed for the vegetarian diets, etc., across the, the planet, except for themselves too, uh, because they can't have too many farting cows, they said, uh, across the world, feeding all of us. And so the big pushes of all, the, so how can you accomplish all of that? How do you do it? Well, you, you must put so many articles in newspapers that the public can't keep up with them, but they're being programmed as through lots of little nature shows and documentary specials that are put on mainstream television, in the newspapers, magazines, etc. All all information must be guided along the same course, basically, and you are programmed and you adapt along with it. I think it's all quite natural. It's something that may have shocked you at first. Ten years later, with so much programming, oh yeah, I guess we can start eating crickets and grasshoppers and it's okay and locusts and things because some supposedly famous uh, movie star is doing it and leading the way. It's so easy to adapt, as Huxley said, to things that perhaps we shouldn't accept. Now this woman from the Green Party loved the way the British government was handled during World War II Big wars are great experiments to see if they can make everything happen the way they want them to happen and control the public for obedience purposes because you're all threatened for total extinction by the Nazis or whoever it happens to be and all food is rationed like Britain and so on, tremendously rationed and you have to see the old documentaries put out at the time. They're fascinating to see these one propaganda documentary after another on agriculture Keep your curtains closed You get fined by the air raid wardens If there's a chink of light going out there Because the bombers will see them and bomb you And turn anybody in Who questions anything outside the norm Etc, etc uh, they trained a whole population to go along. Lots of government inspectors that would go around butchers' shops, for instance, and and check how much meat was coming in, how much was going out on the ration cards, and what was maybe being sold in the black market or hidden or consumed by the butcher and his family. Uh, all the, you wouldn't believe how they trained the whole society to go along with this. And this was really from about 1939, 1940, right up into, to uh, the 1951, they stopped the rationing cards in Britain. And this woman from the Green Party says, well, they were so well behaved and the the whole country obeyed government departments and fell into line because they were terrified, you see. And if they only bring that back, she says, how easy it would be to manage everyone. Isn't that wonderful, she says. And bingo, you have 9-11-2001. And I think it was that very night I was on a radio show uh, on WWCR at the time, and I said, You know, the, the, the host said, What do you think we have to look forward to the future? I said, Well, the hardest thing for the future from now on. So, I look at all the build up to all, all of this the massive build up and propaganda through the 90s, all the professorial letters and, and publications out there. I, I said, The hardest thing was to be hold on to your sanity. As we were through this, it's a roller coaster, you see. And guess what? People have already adapted to the massive changes. Things they should not, they ought not to have adapted to. Now, since 9 11, we've had an onslaught, an onslaught of the whole world agenda rammed down our throats daily. From little talk shows from AM stations Or in your, in your big cities and so on Or FM stations All across the board Incessantly Sustainability uh, um, We're consuming too much Austerity Everyone's forgotten about austerity As you go into it And you go, you've been in it for a while You don't There's this drop to word now Now that have trained you That things will just naturally go up and up and up And as I said many years ago The plan was also to make sure that all your extra spending money was taken from you, uh, your purchasing power, uh, monthly basically or weekly, and would go to bare essentials down the road. And that's where you are now. A lot of folk are, are there. Many are not because they're working for government agencies or, or, or teachers or whatever, or social work departments, or bureaucrats in local governments. All, these folk don't notice as so much because they have indexed related uh, cost of living thing tacked on annually, real cost of living as opposed to the fake stuff that you get with your little pay raise, which you expect is normal, because you've been trained it's normal every year, you get it, and it's never enough to keep up with the inflation, because it's designed that way, it's designed that way, you see, when you're de-industrialized, you take away your cigarettes, uh, and your cheaper booze, uh, all the clubs you go to, and so on, and and you, you're into austerity, you see, they don't need you anymore. You don't keep, they don't have to keep you happy by leaving you a little bit to yourself to make sure you go off and slog at that rotten factory all day long. And uh, and that's why in China they can buy cheap cigarettes for the labor force, and cheap this and cheap that, and keep them happy. This technique is so old, and people never think about it, but you see, it's all well understood. But 9-11 was the key to it all. Everybody knew it was going to happen. apparently every government agency across the planet, uh, except the U.S., uh, just suddenly forgot that day that they had the special uh, stand down with the aircraft, and the Air Force, because it was a practice drill. And it ha- oh, it's always happening in practice drills, isn't it? The same with uh, the 7-7 thing in Britain, London bombing. It was a practice drill that day. And, jings they didn't expect a real thing you had. It just took them up by surprise. And you believe this rubbish, do you know you do? You believe this tripe. You, a mouse couldn't break wind in this planet without them knowing something was going to happen because everything is so penetrated with so many agencies and informants and so on. Well implanted, embedded uh, sleepers and all. There's nothing can happen. They don't know what's going to happen. If they want to thwart it before it happens, they will. And they do, but if it wanted to happen, then they, they actually finance it to happen. They actually can create the circumstances and even the, even the so-called terrorists to make it all happen. It's very, very simple. Old tricks. Getting back to the Green Party, remember what she said? A war-type situation. It's where everyone obeys government and they all behave and they're told to run in their air raid shelters, they all do and crammed together because they don't have private ones like the big elite do in Winston Churchill where they had ballrooms underground to have big nightly parties. No no no. You crammed into air raid shelters and subways, etc., in London and 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 they still Oh, uh, didn't kill each other. They we were crammed in there night after night. Nope, they sung little songs, happy songs about leaving their chewing gum on the bedpost overnight, and happy ditties like that. How are managed eh? Is this stuff so amazing? So, incredibly, amazing. It's sad. It truly is sad. But folk forget so fast, so fast doesn't matter how, even the guys on 9-11 with all the inconsistencies being told by government agencies what happened that day as opposed to what you knew was was did not happen or did happen that day and the evidence, etc. As to the wise, you've all forgotten it with the Ebola scare. Oh, the Ebola scare, oh, it's going to kill us all. Oh, that took it very by surprise. It really did. Again, I've read on the air maybe two or three times a year when they have the big exercises every year, uh, two or three times a year, with Canada, the States, and Mexico, armies across the the, the big chunks of the continent, uh, about, it could be be for everything, natural disasters, plagues, pandemics, uh, all these things are all considered, you see, uh, terrorism, And, and by God, they just didn't know someone's going to come in, supposedly from Africa or Liberia, with an infection. Are you kidding me? Did, he, does it, did this guy even exist? Did he? Did he exist? The media is just publishing what the official spokespeople, the, the people who literally censor and decide what you're going to be told. Remember, in warfare, you have a department of information. And even in non warfare, it never stopped in Britain, a department of information. Most countries are the same. As to what the publics are going to be told, or what they've to been told to worry about or not worry about, whatever, or even what's true, or what is completely fabricated, it doesn't matter. And the media parrots it, you see. But they didn't see anything coming. They never see anything coming. Isn't that strange? All these exercises and Billions of dollars spent every year, and they don't see anything. They never see anything coming. You're told, and you believe it. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Now, I'm not saying this didn't happen. I'm saying question it. You don't know. Remember? Fool me once. Etc. You see, you've got to start thinking for yourself. If you, if you don't want to have a memory, and lots of folks actually don't want to have memories... They like to live in the the now, they call it. And the now is what the media tells them is really happening. It saves them the frustration of having to remember things. I say, my God, maybe we're all being fooled here. But they, they don't really want to do much thinking for themselves. After all, it's a bit of an effort when you can be entertained. You turn on entertainment and do whatever you do. Remember what Albert Pike said, too. The, the so-called Pope of Freemasonry in the 1800s, he says, he said, those who want to think for themselves and use their own reason are therefore stake on the table and beasts of burden by choice and consent. He he dreamed that up, like he invented that whole thing. He just, no, no, they've always known this at the top of how to manage vast populations, they give you the culture, they change the culture when it suits them and you all follow it because you think it's, it's incremental, you adapt and adapt and adapt, without, without even thinking most folk, they adapt without thinking, without even asking why, why anything you see. Or, as Brzezinski said between two ages, shortly the public will be unable to reason for themselves or think for themselves because they'll expect the media to do the reasoning for them. Really? When I was small, the people in Scotland, anyway, and I'm sure a good part of England, were very suspicious of government and media because they knew that all media was privately owned by big magnates and moguls that controlled. Everything And their media interests Were one part of their massive worldwide Financial interests With other big corporations It was one conglomerate How We've been trained to forget that Haven't we? Really trained I can remember in the late 70s All the movies they churned out And things for TV And I didn't watch much TV but the little bits I get, I got here and there, even visiting people's homes, uh, were, were such infantile rubbish to pass your time. And also get, you know, you debased uh, into adapting to the culture that we're pushing on television. And uh, and these terrible Dukes the of hazards. Uh, uh, guys that run around making moonshiner, I think it was, and fast cars. Uh, and pants literally that you couldn't bend down on, they would rip. But but I mean, uh, this is the nonsense they churned out non-stop, like nothing was happening. Was it, was that the the, the 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 basically the external message you got? But loaded in it is uh, rubbish. It was telling you to be infantile too. You see. And before that, it churned out silly things, because the the, the whole, whole entertainment media. Uh, or conglomerate again as fashion, music, uh, books, novels mm, all these things, all the movies these are all part of one system and they work completely together if you don't believe it look at the average movie and you'll see, for instance at the end, with all the the transcripted things at the end where they they give you the producers and production managers and all the different assistants and yada 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 They'll tell you who supplied the vehicles for all the smashes that they had or the ones that they want you to buy uh, and the, the, the watches, but, but who made them, the fashions, the, who supplied the clothing and the dressing for the latest blah, blah, And then the music too, written by and, and played by, yada, yada. And it's, it's all one big system. Plato talked about it in his day for what they had back then. Based on commerce, you see Uh, It all works together Beautifully Beautifully. In ancient Greece I've mentioned this before For a long period It was decreed that everyone, even the slaves Had to attend travelling shows That were authorised to go around And do dramas Because they knew It not only created the culture it, It helped to maintain the culture give them what you've trained them to be used to and also incremental changes like in times of war they, they would put out that type of thing where the family on stage would say, say bye bye to the, the lovely young son who's going off to fight whoever happened to be that's never changed and you get caught up in the emotion and the, next thing you know you're all for it this this war and the young guys are brainwashed thinking oh I've got all this glory I'm a nobody right now, but I'll be a somebody then, you see. And I'll get all this glory when I come back for killing all them awful enemies. Ooh. You see, we're so well understood. And the art of governing is ancient, absolutely ancient, pre Greek and all the rest of it. It's ancient. Now, back to what I said. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. How many times you want to be fooled here? It's up to you, isn't it? Mind you, knowing things doesn't mean you can discuss it with those you know, because you see, brainwashing really works. And with incredible, incredible electronic, massive indoctrination system on a daily 24-hour basis, it's very difficult to find people who think for themselves Most folk go with the flow In fact, they say, well, I'm sane because everybody I meet Has the same opinion on this particular topic as I do Therefore I must be sane It doesn't occur to you, they can all be wrong This schizophrenia of the mind is fascinating, actually Because the same people have no problem whatsoever to take a topic that's hashed to death, by the way, over and over and over, about a whole country taken over by, say, Nazism. Like the, this is how it's presented. Like Nobody in Germany had a brain of their own. They're all mesmerized by one man. Utterly, completely, like, until they acted like one body. One body of uh, like, like, uh, automatons or cyborgs or something, or robots, all programmed with the same programming. This is how you're supposed to believe it, you see. And you do believe it, most of you, yeah, because you've seen so many movies about it, and oh, it always ends up back with the Nazis. For so- they never mentioned the Bolsheviks and the Communists and the massive millions and millions they slaughtered over many years up until the Berlin Wall fell down. Because, you see, it was planned that they would be our pals eventually. It was never planned that the Nazis would be our pals afterwards. You see, that's that's how... The con game works. But the Germans just went to war when they were ordered to go to war. And young guys joined up, like any country will join up, when they're told to join up because they think it's going to be exciting and glorious. And they want to believe the basic simple propaganda that's pumped out at the time. Every country does this. We still get simple propaganda. In fact, there's a technique to propaganda that must keep it simple. There must be an element of confusion there. Do you know that? Now, what I'm going to tell you will be parried by lots of talk shows very quickly. But this is the truth here. You see, if something is too elaborate and thought out for you to parrot, it will seem to, seem too elaborate. And people will question that, well, I don't believe It's just too pat. It's down too pat, you see. So you get vague things like 9-11. It's all vague, you see, except these bad guys... Uh, supposedly came across in a plane, or the hijacked planes, and they smashed them into a building. And nobody knew it was coming except the Israelis who warned the US, and the British GCHQ that warned the US. Everybody knew it except supposedly the US, even though was you know, all the cons with the guy who owned the buildings, and, and he got the renewal for his insurance just before it all happened, and he's, he's stinking... He was stinking rich then, but he's even... He stinks a lot more now. But... You see, all these cons that go on, never mind all the companies that knew in advance were tipped off Get out, and they did before it all happened it Closed down in the, in the Trade Center uh, Twin Towers You can go on forever with it, you see But the simple stuff is there, you see, simple If it was two parts, it would, you would know it was two pats, it was too scripted It's the same with Ebola you know, Ebola, Ebola. It kind of flows off your tongue. Ebola, Ebola, you know. First you have Hezbollah, now you have Ebola, you know. And you have Obama. Then you had Osama. Oh, ye, Who makes this stuff up? Huh? But you don't stop and put it in together, do you? And have a good laugh. Never happens. Even though the guys who were in with Bush Jr. during 9/11 published their agenda on their own website, this private company, a group, the New American Century Group, of all the countries wanting to take out, and we've been, we've been doing it. The last two we don't have is are Syria proper with Assad in it because I want rid of him, and we've got Iran as well. They published it twice in the 90s, and we've all forgotten it. And so they give you f- fantastic names, Al-Qaeda, ooh, Al-Qaeda. And we had the exposés on Al-Qaeda from guys who were in it during the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, and so it was an informal group of different fighters that were trained by the U.S. and Europe, and armed to the teeth and taught how to fight against the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. And some of them even refer to Al-Qaeda as the radio network they used to communicate to each other, the different groups. You see? And then you have the latest transformation. And everybody's forgotten that Al-Qaeda was supported, them getting funded through Qatar by the U.S. That was in the papers here. Uh, And funded and supplied with their arms And all their food supplies and everything else And money You understand that any army, formal or informal Will pack up and go home If they don't get paid People want these little tidbits Self-benefits Coinage, some kind of thing As a reward for their time You all do it, you work Even though you're getting less and less With uh, uh, purchasing power As they keep uh, devaluating your currencies Which is all the plan too But You wouldn't go to work if you weren't getting paid, you see. And armies are the same. There's so much looting and raping you can do before you get fed up and go home, you see. And this is from, they've always known this. That's why civilization, as the big elite call it, started with the advent of currency. Even when they weighed the currency out, and they coined it about 800 BC, and since then it's been a fantastic weapon. You can buy people to go and kill for you. And everyone's forgotten that last year, the U.S. was was in all the papers, for goodness' sake. The U.S. and Britain were massive funding of the military, the arms shipments, for Al Qaeda to continue through Syria, and financing them like paychecks, etc. Otherwise, they say they go home, and then Putin stepped in. For a, for a world conference to stop this, because the, the, everybody's fed up across the planet. The U.S. military going everywhere uh, uh, on the behest of international corporations. I want all the oil, all the all the gold, everything. Remember, and uh, Putin stepped in and says, "You know, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. Uh, this, this constant warfare." And the West backed off a bit. Oh well, because Putin got a lot of support. You see. For that beautiful political maneuver, got a lot of support, and the West backed off for a little while. Went back to work, and when they pull out the, out the top hat then like the magician, ISIS. Remember, too, Al Qaeda. Suppose they were sweeping all through all through Africa and other countries, all through it a year ago, and that was the biggest threat to the whole world a year ago, and. Uh, they did all fracassies across different little parts of Africa a year ago with Al-Qaeda. And all over the papers they said, oh, AmeriCorps, or, or AfriCorps they called it, other folk call it AmeriCorps, but AfriCorps, the, the African militaries had to combine and at least show some strength against this terrible threat across Africa of Al-Qaeda, you see. And they said, but if they can't get enough, the U.S. would have to go in there, you see military to to pacify these parts of all over Africa that held these little bands of Al-Qaeda we were told suddenly it's all gone, have you heard it very recently, it's like it all disappeared as I say an invented ISIS now nobody over those countries calls themselves ISIS it was admitted again in the papers here that the media as we were told, the media were responsible for inventing the name ISIS you see but it does a great job of obfuscation Of blurring things You see Because everybody might have remembered Wait a minute, Al-Qaeda didn't put in step in last time They were ready to finish off Syria And kick out Assad like they always wanted or Israel wants it, the US wants it and A whole bunch of countries want it It's been on their papers, it's no secret And then you had this obfuscation Where they kind of haze things over for you because you're you're catching on too much and and they've got to make it obscure, you see. Uh, So suddenly, uh, uh, yeah, we're sending all the military in to fight ISIS. And if you noticed, they're not separating, say, the authorized Syria, meaning the standard Syrian government and country. They're not differentiating it uh, from, say, the rebel-held territory. They're saying Syria now. So in your head, all Syria is bad. And so the U.S. military and all their militaries are only... In other words, the original plan of getting rid of Assad and taking over everything that Syria has and all their oil to, etc., is going to be the big reward they get for it. You see? And it's not, the, it's not the guys that they're paying, the mercenaries that they're paying, these armies, to do it. They don't really get the reward. No, the same guys that go to the rewards... Uh, the big BP shell and all the rest of them They got the rewards dished out to them in, in Iraq I to get the same things here You see big corporations And many of them are actually owned by Goldman Sachs You know that Goldman Sachs owns Stacks of corporations in the military industrial complex All the top ones They own them The top shareholders that run that whole damn thing Own the whole lot It's fascinating to go into But again, we're, we've all forgotten uh, Al Qaeda and all we hear now is ISIS, 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 ISIS. Yep. It, it, what a joke! As I say, the 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 mercenaries the over there don't call themselves that. It, it's just fascinating to me. Fascinating. They never run out of bullets, you notice, or mortar shells or anything else. They don't run out of anything, huh? Well, these guys don't make this stuff. To supply themselves Who is supplying them? The West who Stole the West It's the same bunch Of mercenaries That was called Al-Qaeda uh, That are bashing away Under the name ISIS And supposedly The whole military Might and air force The US and Britain All these countries they, they just can't bash These rebels you know They keep missing them No they're, they're after Clearing out Assad You see Taking down What's left of, of the whole country Of Syria That was always their agenda Back in the new American century plan Of you know, the second publication was 1998. All the guys, Wolfowitz and the rest of them, Rumsfeld, etc., all involved in the same group with um, George Bush Jr. But we've all forgotten it all. We've lost our sanity here. But then you, you're terrified. You've, had, you've also been hit with a bank crash of 2000. No, no again, all these guys raking in millions of dollars at the top. Experts, you know, and, and universities and all that stuff too. And and, and nobody saw this coming. If that's the experts, God help us, eh? On anything. Nobody saw it coming. It was a complete mystery. That the top banks were ripping everybody off and, and selling junk bonds and everything else and, and, and homes that were, were valued over a thousand times what they're actually valued at. And what's a value anyway? It's just somebody's idea or price. Isn't it? And they're all trading these these worthless houses and and throwing them up the ladder to the next bunch of mugs that wanted a fast profit and who would turn them over again. Until supposedly it all came come and get us, the bubble burst and down it came. And they're going to fix it all. They're always going to fix it, you see. And I've told you years ago, many years ago, they'll never fix that. Same thing that the Rothschilds used in Britain to get the Bank of England. They'll never fix it because you see the boys, these guys run the whole system. They ain't going to let it be fixed. They want—they always want to do this. They always plunder the planet, but with depressions, at least twice a twice a century. And we live through it again. Oh well, they're going to fix it now, you know, and uh, and you want to believe it, you see, so you can go back to what you think is normal. It never goes back to normal because your currency is never ever uh, the same purchasing power again, and so you're buying less and less with with, with more and more money. You're buying less real goods For more money uh, People, people tell you Make you want to shake your head And this is the con game that we live in Thinking it's all quite normal Because we've been brainwashed And you're thinking it's normal And everyone else adapts Therefore I've adapted And I'm sane. Yep And back again around 1998, 99, 2000 I mentioned on, on the air A documentary I'd seen and it was on uh, with a company, a big gold and diamond company in London, where and it showed you the documentary, it was an official documentary put out by the Big Boys and, or a BBC or somewhere. And they showed you uh, at that time it was Sierra Leone, and they said that it's one of the biggest diamond producers in the world, Sierra Leone. The problem with big corporations is you see if you have an official government there. They want their cut and their tax money and all the rest of it And have rules and regulations for for safety Well, they, they, that's a nuisance to big corporations If you can demolish the governments Or get them fighting endless wars And impoverishing them uh, And get little, little bands taken over Like they've done across Iraq Then you just pay the, the, the biggest warlord there uh, who's, who's still pretty minute Compared to a big government And, and it's a lot cheaper to get them out for almost nothing, all, all the resources out. Anyway, this, this, um, this documentary showed you the mercenaries there. They're all British and U.S. and different countries, that ex-military, uh, that were now mercenaries. And, uh, and they showed them working with the, the actual groups under fire in Sierra Leone. And, um, and then they went to a big corporation in London, one of these big towers that they have there. And there's the, the typical character sitting there uh, with his uh, proper accent, you see, and, and proper education, who did give an interview. And, and they were asked, Well, your company is one of the big companies that are financing this, this uh, endless war in Sierra Leone and financing the mercenaries. He says, Why are you doing it? And the guy literally acted as though he was aghast at it all, like what a ridiculous question. Uh, and that's how they really see it from their point of view at the top, where this is normal daily fare. And he says, well, he says, well, he says why? He says, well, there's all these people living on the land there on top of all this wealth, and they're, they're doing nothing with it, he said. Though he just answered a stupid, stupid question. And from his point of view, it was awfully stupid because it's says daily fare with him. So that's why they did it. They've always done this nonsense. Psychopaths at the top think you're stupid if you you, you can't see the reason they give you. Because from their point of view, you really are stupid. Uh, They they, they can't imagine that you're different in a certain sense. Uh, Wouldn't you do it uh, if you can grab all those diamonds and gold for nothing? And it doesn't matter how many documentaries this kind are churned out with the horses' mouths telling you what they're up to and why, you forget it all. And then you fall into the traps of, well, AmeriCorps or Africor must get across the whole of Africa to wipe out the Al-Qaeda that suddenly disappeared, you see, from the news. And um, and where where's, where's all the U.S. forces going? Tell these countries that have gold and diamonds, etc. And then Ebola, same thing. Liberia, Sierra Leone, and on you know, you can't put it together, can you? You can't do it, can you? So it's, it's announced. Are we sending out massive military teams over, or or or, or see hospital teams or what? No. Not over to Liberia or anywhere else. We're sending in thousands of troops, guns and grenades and stuff because we're going to blow up the germs and the viruses. Ooh. Huh. There's only one reason you send in armed troops anywhere. I don't care if they want to do the Orwellian con game of double thing They're not killers, they're, they're peacekeepers Oh no, that's what soldiers turned into, peacekeeping, you know Well, you could use that the same with the Nazis Why can't you accept that with the Nazis? They were keeping the peace Huh? Or the communists through their massive rampage of slaughter Oh, they were trying to keep peace They are peacemakers They even give each other Nobel Prizes and things isn't that amazing, eh? Depends who you are, of course, if you get the prize or not. If you're not on the list, they'll, they'll they'll use you, then then kill you off rather nastily. Like they did with Gaddafi. And they'll even show you pictures of it happening. But do we remember anything? No. We've got everything popping up except Osiris. Woo. Or Ra himself. Maybe that'll be next, huh? What do you think? Fill me once. Shame on me. Fill me twice. Shame on you. Or sorry, the other way around, isn't it? You keep forgetting how many times you've been shamed. You can't remember who's shaming you, even yourself. Don't forget it. Shame on you once, you see. Shame on me if you fill me twice. How many times are we getting shamed here? And even the folk who should know better, all the so-called 9-11 truthers and so on, all these groups, are part in all the same rubbish. We're all going to die off Ebola. The banks are already, remember. You've already forgotten. The same con-git men that, uh, uh, have, um, oh, who benefit incredibly from every crash they cause. And they give it to there's more bonuses afterwards, like congratulations, we conned them again. And we bail them out, eh? And they've got the bail-ins. It was with Cyprus. We've forgotten all about it. But the International Monetary Fund, the big kingpin of, of all the big global mafia that runs the world, and it's not Italian, by the way, but uh, the Bank for National Settlements was set up by all the big corporate boys that wanted to standardise the planet. You think, you think Rockefeller was just standardising oil? No. He was standardising the medical system, the pharmaceutical system, everything that they had a hold over and money in They standardized it The whole idea was to Standardize the world And standardize the population And their minds Standardize That's what it was about Standard oil Standard, standard, standard Until you're all getting standardized With the same Parting nonsense Beautiful isn't it? It wasn't just Rockefeller The massive conglomerate That already existed Before anybody had heard The name Rockefeller Simply used his family As the front or one front down through the centuries, to p- implement all of this part of it. That was all. The big massive think tanks, the big foundations that finance all the non-governmental organizations that are telling you uh, to sterilize yourself and eat crickets. You see? Because good for you, and I'll save the planet, don't eat meat. They fund every non-governmental organization out there, and hundreds of their kin, because they're all related to all these foundations. Some of them are simply front foundations and chains of front foundations to pass the money on from the main ones to all, to more groups. That's a lot to take take care of, you know, all these thousands of NGOs across the world that now has taken over supposedly from a something called democracy. What? Demo- what's a democracy? What? You know, when when you had a say in something (laughs) Yeah Democracy they called it That's a shame that people can't look back It's a shame you don't read the old books written About democracy when they they were inventing the idea In ancient times It always fails because it was always a con job And reintroducing it back in the late 1800s into the early 20th century too. Winston Churchill, Winston Churchill, when he was a young guy, talked about in his club who was behind it. And he knew who was behind it all, right? It was public knowledge at that time. And it, and, and and politically correct way of saying things is that it was a communist, but there was, he actually said who was behind it. Because communism itself is a front, you see. This it's an absurd idea, this idea of democracy, because Britain was a fixed, rigid system of classes. You see, everybody knew their place. The elite know that, and they love it. You, know, they know your place. Yeah, you better mind your place. That should be a favourite uh, term you heard at school in different places. One time, mind your place. But democracy gave the, the illusion the I had a say And they presented you exactly the same as the Soviet system Politburo uh, member number 1, 2 or 3, take your pick Here they say, oh, left wing, right wing Or in the middle, or that happens to be and, and you believe it too, it's all the same agenda Nothing changes, is it? Con after con after con And you get caught up in it And the media pushes elections as though it was some kind of sports game you think it's a coincidence? It's a coincidence they can use the same techniques that somehow make men, especially, lose their brains during a sports game with a hype and a... It's scree- as though you were involved in running up that field. Not all that nonsense. Somehow you're involved. Your guy is in the lead and, oh, wow, and, and he'll get any power and, and everything will be nice and a utopia will come out of it. Huh? What? You never learn, do you? Never. And folk turn to what they think is alternative media to let them know what's going on, really going on. And they're con just the same way. Be terrified about this today. Be terrified about that tomorrow. Be terrified. Be terrified. And buy all this stuff at the same time from us. That's the stuff you see you here consistently. And you don't catch on. We're all losing our brains here. Do you really think that with the power and control and the th- multi thousands of people working for every government and agencies and total awareness network and all the rest of it if they know everything in real time, that they just keep blundering at the top, do you want to believe that? Do you want to believe it? Do you know how many sleepers have got out there? and informants? With all different groups. If you signed a poetry group up in your local library that had some poems about this is all nasty and please be nice to us because it's not very nice at the moment. Thank you very much. You'd, You'd have someone in there to make sure that's what you were there for and you didn't go overboard with it like retaliation of any kind. And I'm not kidding you, nothing in the system is missed. Nothing. Be, be, be very afraid, be terrified. When we tell you be terrified, be terrified. And obey us. For your own safety. For goodness sake. I want to touch just before I go off tonight here. Because I have to get back tomorrow to this. <laughs> this this, this uh, well problem I've got with water and all that. Which is eternal, it's just incredible. But anyway, the militarization of the police, and I've talked about it an awful lot, long before I mentioned the book Rise of the Warrior Cop uh, by a professor and so on. An awfully good book. I don't get any money, by the way, for mentioning any book here because I, uh, I don't even know the, the people I've not spoken to. Them. But it was by Radley um, Balkel. It's an incredible book about the details, the facts, the financing As they militarise the police state across the world and, and I said years ago in the 90s That they've been doing it way back I mentioned it then They're doing it now I says, why is this? It's for something all coming down the road in the future Big changes Remember all the statements you've heard and you've forgotten about too Even by folk like Al Gore I can remember when he said The internet would change the world And the way we think and change our whole way of doing things And being and all the rest of it They meant it They meant it But you see they planned how you're going to get changed They planned how you're going to end up thinking and, and what to think and what you're going to do yourself And all the rest of it It was all planned ahead oh, Way before Al Gore came along Yeah. But rise of the warrior cop And their militarized The police force Across the world Whatever movie you see from Italy or whoever it happens to be, there's the guys with the black gear and all the, ar- the armor on and the, and the black hats and, and, and the night vision on there and their guns, mm. they're like stuck. To, I think they're born that way. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder if, if the average person in the U.S., especially, because they turn out most of the movies, uh, they come out of the womb clad in this stuff. Because they walk, every, every movie you see, there, there's a SWAT team, and they all look the same. Robots like Star Wars, and and you can't tell who's who, because you're not meant to, they're, they're all to be a group that scare, the, the, the scare you blazes, you see, like like dozens of robots, they have balaclavas over their faces at the same time, and the helmets on top, and these big things sticking out the helmets that are their night vision and all that, very intimidating, you see. And, and the guns are stuck to their shoulder and they can't move from that position holding that gun as they walk slowly along. Going side to side, side to side. Thousands of movies churned out, churned out until, and again it encourages all the young guys, and there's guys going up, turning 18 all that, there's, there's folk who weren't alive when that 9-11 happened. And all I've known is anti-terrorism, anti-terrorism basically a form of martial law that's all they've known and they think it's normal and the winning team are the guys with these guns that, that come out the womb with the armor on they're all black and they go side to side with that gun stuck to their shoulder side to side slow slow and they want to be in the winning team so we have got a, a whole army for the future that that will just just flow into this new system and they're already doing it they've been doing it for a few years and they think it's all quite natural and then it's them against you Because once you belong to a group with all the same gear You're uniform One form Anybody without that form is one of them You see And that's how all these movies portray it One of them You're not in the brotherhood <gasps> Wow I could go on forever about this But anyway Here's an article here And I mentioned this with The Rise of the Warrior Cop The book And it says here um, that um, this is from RT News, October seventh, two thousand fourteen, and it says here, "Battleground America: U.S. Army Surplus Even Going to Coroners, as Militarization Rampant." You see, the Pentagon's is called Ten Thirty Three Program. That's the program which where they use your tax money to 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 throw to buy, supposedly buy. Surplus military and used military gear To give to all the different agencies out there All of them Anything with the government They're getting all this stuff And that been for years and years and years So not only is your tax money bought it the first time You're not buying it the second time Isn't it a beautiful scam Never tell you who's the middleman on duty <gasps> But anyway it says the 1033 program, which is militarizing state and local police forces with everything from high-powered firearms to armored vehicles, is also giving weapons to officials who have no law enforcement functions. Like, that's news. It's not news to me. Maybe to lots of other people. The practice is leading watchdogs and even some U.S. government officials to question why the U.S. military is so desperate to unload its cache of used military hardware that is even it's even willing to arm a local coroner and other state and local officials who have no apparent need for firepower. It says Doug Wortham is the coroner in Sharp County, Arkansas, whose working day consists of dealing with dead people. Normally it normally does. Like, there's no such thing as a dead loss in this, in this system here. The folk who make money make money off everything, even your even your body parts and stuff, and even weighing that liver. Oh, yeah, another liver here weighs so much, and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. And they cut folk up and stitch them up and all that. And then the undertaker is a fortune off you too in your grief to bury you or burn you or whoever. He says, explaining his need for the extra firepower were them, who qualified for the program because he's a coroner. He says he's invested with the authority to arrest. That's why. He's a coroner. He doesn't use the power to arrest, but he is invested with the authority to arrest, he told AP. And he says, I just wanted to protect myself. How do you protect yourself? Well, here's how he did it. It It's also reported that the coroner's office acquired items through the program, the the 1033 program. Uh, But forfeited his rights last year following revelations about some of his procurements, including a kayak. Oh, they're getting all kinds of things thrown at them? I've read these articles before, not the same one, but many, many other ones. Even bayonets and things. It says, why would a coroner's office need a kayak, asked Tina Owens, Deputy Director of Arkansas Department of Emergency Management, as cited by AP. City watchdog groups have been sounding alarm over the militarization of local and state law enforcement agencies for years, it says here. And and they have. It says, however, the, the August shooting death of black teenager Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, Followed by violent protests that pitted hundreds of protesters against heavily armed police, clad in military gear attracted public attention to the issue. And it says in August, the White House ordered a review of the 1033 program, which mostly delivered excess weapons and tactical equipment to local police departments. Mostly it says here. Yeah. Where's the rest of it go? Well, I won't mention that's in a whole new program or show. According to the AP report, however, numerous government agencies not directly connected with law enforcement also took advantage of the gun giveaway, including government agencies that enforce gaming laws at Kansas tribal casinos and weigh 18 wheelers in Missouri to the Wyoming Livestock Board and the Cumberland County Alcoholic Beverage Control Board in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. Here's some of the agencies that receive weapons and military gear through this program The harbour master in Dartmouth, Massachusetts received a Humvee for negotiating tough terrain That's probably a, a completely armoured one too uh, t- Tough terrain, I mean the road potholes are getting bad The potholes are mass- really bad now for your suspension But then it says And a night vision scope to spot boaters in the dark I wonder what else these pervs are watching Anyway it says the Arkansas Tobacco Control Agency acquired five 12-gauge shotguns for its agents, We help regulate tobacco retailers and wholesalers. The Wyoming Livestock Board, which provides Glocks and .45-caliber handguns to its officers, who investigate the cattle thefts and other industry-related crimes, the Mississippi Department of Transportation got seven M14 rifles through the program, it reported. Any investigation into the weapons giveaway, however, will be hampered by the program's cloak of secrecy. That only reveals information on the county local uh, regarding the transfers. Meanwhile, the battle-grade equipment account for a fraction of the used items available. With some agencies participating in the program to receive official equipment and other such goods, AP said. I mentioned before they get grade launchers and everything. I just think this is to, this is to go after the the war on drugs and stuff. Everything's nonsense. Eh? The war and this, the war and that, and the war. The war is on all of you folks all the time. And mind you, all the movies that they do makes it awfully attractive, doesn't it? Because all the good guys are always the guys that are smashing doors down everywhere, aren't they? And you want to be oh there's the good guys they have got a badge. Look, see. Symbols are amazing. Someone shows you a badge and suddenly you do what you're told. Hmm? Symbols, eh? Isn't that amazing? And it says it was only through information voluntarily provided, AP was able to discover the destination of the inventories. Peace officers, uh, says, fire canisters of tear gas on protest. Oh, they show you them using this kind of stuff, That's that's the simple stuff, that's gas canisters. It says, meanwhile, it was earlier revealed that at least 26 school districts have participated in the Pentagon's weapons program, which since the 1990s has provided free military surplus goods, including mine resistant armoured vehicles. <laughs> Grade launchers and M16 rifles. Last month, the San they call it all the body armor too. Last month, the San Diego Unified School District Police Department announced it had received from the federal government a seven hundred and thirty-three thousand dollar mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicle, similar to the models used in Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Wow! Just like the movies, eh? You got your own special fancy vehicle that's all scary-looking and stuff. Although the 18-ton vehicle doesn't come with any weapons, watchdog groups are wondering exactly what type of school emergency would require the use of an armoured military military vehicle. Eh? It's speaks the students are going to about the school lunches, maybe. Anyway, it says, The ongoing militarization of school police departments has been explained by incidences of violence on school grounds, most notably the 1999 Columbine High School massacre, which left 15 dead, etc. Mind you... The agencies also knew this was coming up. There's a whole story to that long before it happened, including a practice run of teachers asking them, the students, if you want to do something in a a fantasy way, play it out and do a video. And they did it through the school as though they're walking around the school shooting everybody. This is way before it happened, and with real guns and all that. Same guys And they even had put their own varies up and them firing off all these firearms in the forest All these youngsters And they made the FBI and all the rest of them were watching them like a hawk But they let it happen, didn't they? And they are all seeing psychiatrists Oh, boy They are always taken by surprise, you see No one saw it coming in September, almost two dozen educational and civil rights groups sent letters to Pentagon officials, urging them to stop militarizing U.S. school police departments, which have been reported in California, Texas, Nevada, Utah, Florida, Georgia, Kansas, and Michigan. It said adding the presence of multi-grade weapons to school climates that have become increasingly hostile due to their over-reliance on the police to handle routine student discipline can only exacerbate existing tensions, said the protest letter signed by a number of groups including the NAACP, Legal Defence and Educational Fund and Children's Law Centre and Public Council. President Barack Obama in August ordered a review of federal programs that allow state and local law officials or enforcement to acquire multi-grade weapons and equipment. Nothing will happen here. It's just, it's just, it's just playing the game, you see, because that's the agenda. You see, they haven't just militarized everything, folks. Uh, all these agencies, it's all, it's and all these massive movies funded by the Pentagon, took your tax money once more to brainwash yourselves. It works awfully well. And you, and you lap the stuff up Movie after movie Drama after drama With these guys Again coming out the womb With their black gear on You know and This thing stuck to their shoulder And two hands on it And, and the funny things In front of their eyes For night vision And side to side Slowly Oh Scary These are the good guys They smash their doors down As citizens These are the good guys and, and blow open the doors Off the hinges in that way with, with different explosives Boom and you watch this stuff because you've been told the guys inside are bad. Bad, 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 bad. Who generally have committed, if they committed anything at all, which it often happens they haven't done anything it's, it's misinformation that we've got the wrong houses and stuff. If they're doing anything at all they're smoking some weed or something. Which is was not the high criminal deadly offence they portray in the movies. Anyway, that's a whole, again, another story altogether, isn't it? Another story completely altogether. But the fact is, you see, here's the key. They haven't just militarized all these agencies and police. You see, your brain has been militarized by all the rubbish and indoctrination you've been watching. Because you think, in the fictional form, the good guys are smashing the door down. Of all these houses, all the doors, to keep you all safe. And you've been brainwashed. And so you allow it to get even worse. And re- real life gets worse And you think that's normal Do you think all these, all these agencies are there To go after folks smoking weed? Huh? Do you? You need an internal army For what's coming down the pike And the big boys have planned this Before a lot of you were born out there And they've planned it so well And implemented it so well through all their movies and dramas and yadda 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 Until you're now ready to accept all of it All of it But the same guys who can do such careful planning and all the rest of it The total information network and, and so on Total dominance of everything, all media and blah blah You think they just miss things like My god there's a big outbreak of, of Ebola out there in Africa And they wait till something happens, supposedly. And you believe that too. And then, of course, notice even Australia, only a few weeks ago, had that big raid, supposedly, on all-possible Al-Qaeda type or ISIS type uh, 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 sleeper terrorists in the country. And there was guys that looked at different sites and so on. So that were going to purport to stir up violence Generally run by the governments And young guys go into it And get into the sites and get carried away with it Because it's easy to use young guys That's why they only use young guys for the military and you know. Anyway Australia had that a few weeks ago And it okay, I died down again It didn't have the impact it was supposed to have Because I think most of the guys they arrested They are let go And then you have Ebola Oh it's happened in Australia too What's well, they haven't bored with Canada so far Because Canadians are pretty laid back And we do what we're told You see But in the US Oh, we never saw this coming Yeah, well, yeah We had a, a vague recollection of a massive outbreak In Africa somewhere, in Liberia But we didn't think you'd check them coming in from Liberia You know, it just didn't And you believe this rubbish? Huh? As I say, this, this guy may or may not even exist I don't know I certainly don't take anything at face value I mean, who swore the hospital staff to complete secrecy here? Why would you do that? Like the Official Secrets Act. Why? I mean, I mean think about it, folks. Why would you do that? It's awfully important to know. And then it's supposedly a, a person who treated them and in the hospital has gotten you know, a hospital staff. Oh my God, it's spreading We're going to die, die, save us, save us Maybe they'll save you the same Military SWAT teams They come in with their guns and grenades and mortars and everything And bazookas and armoured vehicles The same way they're going to save the folk in Liberia By sending over the military over there And Sierra Leone where the diamonds now are I tell you, it's a mystery to me But, but, folks Fill me once? Shame on you. Fill me twice? Shame on me. From Hamish, myself, from Ontario, Canada, it's good night. May your god your gods go with you.